Welcome back to No Hidden Agenda TV, sponsored by Caesars Entertainment and the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority. In this industry, we all know that Vegas is no stranger to hosting large events of all kinds. But over the past few months and the next few months, even Vegas is taking on new challenges by hosting massive sporting events for the first time ever. Just a few months ago, the city of Las Vegas just hosted the Formula One Grand Prix race on the Strip. This was a brand new circuit with 50 laps and consisted of 17 corners for a race distance of approximately 193 miles. It's almost hard to imagine the strip being transformed into a racetrack, but Vegas pulled it off with a lot of learnings along the way. Joining us now to share what worked and what will be done differently for F1 in November of 2024 is President and CEO of the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority, Steve Hill. Steve, thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell us about the overall F1 experience and what some of the learnings were reflecting back on the process? It was an amazing event and the speed at which it was put together um, was awesome, um, but probably not something you'd want to repeat if you didn't have to. Um, you know, we, the first time we really met and talked with Formula One was only 26 months before the race happened. and. They bought land, built a paddock, we built the entire circuit, we figured out how to put a race on in the middle of Las Vegas. Um, and it was it was spectacular, but it, uh, it, it was a lot of work in a very short period of time. We learned a, a number of things as we went through this. Um, one, and we, we saw this when we did the NFL draft, as well as when we did Formula One. And I think it's largely because they were they're big outside events. Um, everybody else who was not coming for those events was concerned about what congestion might look like in Las Vegas. And in both cases, that concern was unwarranted. And I don't think we did a very good job of getting that message out. Um, and so while it was a fantastic week, it set you know a, a, re you know, a record November and was, I think the second best month in the history of Las Vegas. Uh, because the race was here, um, occupancy that weekend was only 80%, um, which is well below where we usually are on a weekend. So I think from a messaging standpoint, we needed to let people know that um, the impression that they might be concerned about really wasn't going to be the case. It was hard on our community. Uh, the community really had to invest um, time and energy to allow this uh, to take place. We've learned a lot um, about how to set the race itself up, how to take it back down. Uh, we've got some ideas for um, logistics and infrastructure moving forward that uh, I think we'll implement that will be really helpful uh, in reducing all that uh, for the community. Um, and then there's just real opportunities in the event itself. And, you know, we, we have taken um, a number of events in Las Vegas over the years and over the decades, frankly, like the rodeo, for example, where at one point it was just the rodeo. Now it's an entire event around the city and people come to go to the rodeo, but people come because the rodeo is in town and because of everything that surrounds the rodeo. Uh, we have that opportunity because of Formula One too. And really any recurring event that we have in Las Vegas, we can bolt on other activations that um, just expand the opportunity um, for visitors and locals alike. 
Steve, thank you. We'll touch base with you on the next episode to discuss another first-time sporting event in Las Vegas, Super Bowl. More to come on No Hidden Agenda, but first, a quick word from our sponsors, Caesars Entertainment. In recent years, we've really seen a rise in planners incorporating music into traditional business conferences in less traditional ways. Joining us now to talk about the trends he's seeing in music and events is professional DJ, author, speaker, and professor of music, business, and entertainment operations, Amani Roberts. Yeah, what I've started to see happen more recently, which is very encouraging, is that, you know, planners will have like a live DJ that's kind of hyping up the crowd before the general session might start, in between breaks, things like that. One of my favorites is when every person that comes up on stage, they have some sort of walk-up song that kind of either shows what they're going to be speaking about or tells a little bit about their personality. I think also at breaks, having some type of music or, or entertainment, whether it be a band, a singer, maybe it's you know someone who's drumming, something that's significant to the conference, maybe the city where the event is being held, or that is a per- or related to the theme of the conference, and just music everywhere because it's been scientifically proven that you know that the inclusion of music at events helps people pay attention for longer durations helps people retain more information and it just creates an overall more positive experience i know ai is a really hot buzzword now in the industry but when it comes to music there is no replication of the actual human being being in there reading a room whether it be a, a dj whether it be someone who's like singing live music be able to say okay I noticed that this up-tempo song, people were nodding their heads and dancing or moving a little bit more. Let's stick with that avenue. Or, you know, a DJ sees, oh, I see they really love the Latin music and they want something to sing along with. You know, let's go play maybe Vir Mi Vida by Mark Anthony. And I think that, so that's a trend in entertainment is that it's kind of going the opposite way AI because human intelligence and the human feeling in the heart cannot be replicated by a computer. So that's one trend I would see. Another overall trend is just more different spaces you'll see within conferences and meetings where music is being played, not only in general sessions, but also breakouts, you know, also maybe as people are coming out of the general session, entering into the general session, um, maybe at the meal functions, maybe there's, you know, traveling musicians in on the exhibit floor. Not only will you have different vendors with music activated in there, but you'll have different areas where people can go and maybe listen to music and zone out like different quiet areas that are music only and it's just everywhere so the more experiential we use when it comes to events putting music in there that's another trend that i'm watching and seeing happen commonly now also for individual speakers it's starting to be a trend now where they might take a dj with them on the road with them as they're going on their speaking tours or they're speaking at events they'll add in a light item for their dj to come with them and then they'll kind of do some call and response during their speeches. Because imagine if you have like a, a speaker for 45 or 50 minutes and they are synced up with their DJ. So they're playing specific songs at a specific time during their speech, what really further emphasizes their message. That's something that I encourage more speakers to do. And I think that's a trend that you're going to see kind of grow in the upcoming year and years to come. I just would further encourage, you know, event planners, meeting planners to always consider entertainment 
and always hire you know somebody to perform play whether it be a dj a singer like if you can do that it will elevate your event Imani, so interesting to see these trends from your perspective and expertise. Thank you. Sarah, back to you. Thanks, Courtney. Hair is Reimagined is making a big splash with event organizers worldwide. Link was renovated in 2019, so Link looks beautiful and fresh. And so it was time to kind of start bringing Harris up to match the rest of the product. So there's been room renovations, there's been a brand new front desk, there's been beautiful new venues like the lounge and Gordon Ramsay kitchen, uh, a brand new front entrance. So a ton of reinvestment into the property to help bring it up to meet the aesthetic of Caesars Forum and what our customers are looking for. I think people are happy, especially customers that were there a year or two ago, to see the reinvestment happening now. I think people are pleasantly surprised. That does it for us on this episode of No Hidden Agenda TV. Thank you to our sponsors, Caesars Entertainment and the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority. We will be back with more industry content on February 8th.